Hey guys, this is Mark, and today we're going to look at a very specific facet of late-stage capitalism. I'm going to take you through the history of what I think are the most interesting corporate takeovers in the tech world. I'll cover all the massive ones, but we'll also delve into some smaller, more strategic ones. And I'm focusing on takeovers in the tech world because the tech industry is just so much cooler and faster growing and more cutthroat than any other industry. So we're going to go chronologically because I think it's cool to observe the buyout trends go from personal computing to mobile to social media to streaming to cloud computing and more or less to where we're currently at, which I'd say is e-commerce, AI and VR. And I also find it interesting to watch the average price tags of the acquisitions go up over time. Uh, Note that the dates listed are when the takeovers were announced, not when they closed. And also note that I focused on mergers where at least one of the companies involved fits a rather narrow definition of tech company, meaning that they are what you would think of when you think Silicon Valley tech companies. So I have therefore not included financial tech companies such as Bloomberg or medical technologies companies such as Medtronic. All right, so here we go. We're going to start in December 1996 when Apple bought Next for $400 million. This was a calculated move to bring Steve Jobs back to the helm of Apple, as well as allowing Apple to access the Next Step operating system. Steve Jobs was, of course, integral to Apple becoming the behemoth that is the largest publicly traded company in the world today. In August 1997, Microsoft bailed out Apple, so this wasn't a buyout per se, but it can be viewed as Microsoft buying its way out of becoming a personal computing monopoly. At the time, Apple was on the brink of bankruptcy and in what must have been an epic swallow of pride for Steve Jobs. The deal had Microsoft make a $150 million investment in Apple, as well as agree to develop its Microsoft Office suite for macOS for five years. Note that Microsoft has since divested its $150 million investment in Apple Computer, likely for optics reasons. At the time, Apple was valued at $2.3 billion, and today it is worth $2.5 trillion. That's trillion with a T. Had Microsoft kept their investment in Apple, it would be worth $272 billion today. In April 1998, Amazon bought IMDb for $55 million. For those that don't know, IMDb stands for Internet Movie Database. So this was one of Amazon's first ever acquisitions. And a fun fact, IMDb, founded in 1990, is one of the oldest websites on the internet. Um, This will, of course, be a treasure trove of data and information for Amazon, and they are clearly going to integrate IMDb into their streaming service. In May 2002, Hewlett-Packard bought Compaq for $25 billion. This was considered by many analysts to be the worst tech takeover in history until another one which we will discuss later. Um, This buyout led to HP losing half of its market value and the ousting of its then-CEO, Carly Fiorina. Some of you may remember her from her short U.S. presidential bid in 2016. In December 2004, Symantec, a cybersecurity firm, bought Verita Software, a cloud services company, for $13.5 billion. In July 2005, News Corporation bought MySpace for $580 million. For those of you too young to remember, MySpace was the first site which could be considered to fit the modern definition of a social network, and certainly the first social network to reach a global audience. The next year, MySpace surpassed Yahoo and Google to become the most visited website in the United States. 
However, a few short years later, the users started to leave in droves, and MySpace was later sold to Specific Media Group and Justin Timberlake for $35 million, before being sold again to Time Inc. for $87 million. In November 2006, Google bought YouTube for $1.6 billion after its own failed attempts to build its own video hosting site. I see this as one of the most brilliant buyouts in any industry of all time. YouTube is estimated to be worth between $400 and $600 billion today and is a core pillar of what Google is all about. Google outbid many other interested buyers including Microsoft, Yahoo, Viacom, and News Corporation. YouTube now makes about $15 billion in advertising revenue per year and is a household staple. Many YouTubers are millionaires and many of them are under the age of 20. YouTube is also quickly becoming the new media with many younger cable cutters and cable neverers who are completely disinterested in traditional cable TV. Fun fact, as soon as Google bought YouTube, they were hit with countless infringement lawsuits, so clearly many companies believed that YouTube was unfairly using their content, but were waiting for it to be bought out by a company with much deeper pockets. In January 2006, Disney bought Pixar for $7.4 billion in what arguably gave them complete control over big screen animated cinema. Fun fact, Steve Jobs was a founder and the major shareholder of Pixar, and this buyout made him the largest single shareholder of Disney at the time. In May 2007, Microsoft bought Quantive, a digital marketing technology service, for $6.3 billion. In January 2008, Amazon bought Audible for $300 million. Audible is the internet's go-to place for audiobooks. In March 2008, Google bought DoubleClick for $3.1 billion. DoubleClick was an internet advertising company. In May 2008, HP bought EDS, or Electronic Data Systems, for $15.4 billion. EDS was an infrastructure, applications, and business processing outsourcing service provider. In April 2009, Oracle bought Sun Microsystems for $7.4 billion. This allowed Oracle to take control of the Java programming language, which is absolutely everywhere. In August 2009, Disney bought Marvel Studios for $4.24 billion. Some of you may consider Disney a media company rather than a tech company, but I believe this line is beginning to blur, and here's why. If you're using state-of-the-art cameras, engineering, and computer technology to make blockbuster cinema, streaming services, theme parks, video games, uh, you are certainly also a tech company. Disney resurrected Marvel from the dead here, starting with the first Iron Man movie, and the Marvel Universe IP has since become an absolute cash cow for them in theaters, and more recently for their Disney Plus streaming service. In April 2010, BlackBerry bought QNX Software Systems for $200 million. This gave them control of the QNX operating system, which is a Unix-like microkernel OS, uh, which means it's very good at not crashing. Um, this operating system is currently one of BlackBerry's best assets and is widely used in applications where a system crash could be catastrophic, such as planes, bank vaults, and hospitals. Little-known fun fact is Apple's CarPlay runs on QNX. In May 2011, Microsoft bought Skype for $8.5 billion, outbidding Google and Facebook. Shortly thereafter, Microsoft began integrating the service with its own products. How they didn't capitalize on this technology and become the de facto video conferencing app like Zoom, I will never understand. 
In December 2011, Apple bought Anobit, an Israeli flash memory controller designer, for $500 million. This was a play to manufacture more parts of the iPhone in house, which Apple loves to do. In April 2012, Facebook bought Instagram for $1 billion. This seemed like a crazy amount of money at the time for a photo filter app that only allowed posting of square pictures. However, it quickly turned out to be one of the most brilliant buyouts in any industry of all time. Fun fact, Instagram only had 13 employees at the time. So Zuckerberg clearly saw the threat that a rapid rise in popularity of a direct competitor with a much younger audience nice and early and just bought them out. Very Bill Gates move, in my opinion. <laughs> um, so Instagram is now worth well over $100 billion, if not $300 billion. Um, and note that at the time Facebook bought Instagram, Facebook itself was only worth $58 billion. So it was quite the gambit, but has clearly paid off handsomely since Instagram is probably the de facto worldwide social network right now. In May 2012, Google bought Motorola Mobility for $12.5 billion. In what was truly a battle of titans, this was a key move in a patent war between Google and Apple in the mobile space. Apple had invented and patented multi-touch touchscreen technology for their iPhone, and Google knew that they also had to have it on their mobile devices. They accomplished this by buying Motorola Mobility, which owned many patents crucial to the very existence of cell phones and cell phone networks, and was able to strong-arm Apple in a tit-for-tat into letting them use their multi-touch technology. In July 2012, Apple bought Authentic for $356 million. They did this primarily to include fingerprint sensor technology, which was present on a few iterations of the iPhone and is currently present on MacBooks and iPads. In October 2012, Disney bought Lucasfilm and LucasArts for $4 billion. Um, Star Wars isn't going anywhere, and they will be able to print cash with these properties for decades to come, if not forever, really. And they've clearly made back far more than their measly $4 billion investment already. Also in October 2012, Twitter bought the short video hosting social network Vine for $30 million. Vine was kind of like TikTok, but videos could only be a maximum of six seconds long. Um, and Twitter shut down Vine four years after buying it, so that went nowhere. In June 2013, Google bought Waze for $966 million. I see this move as similar to Facebook buying Instagram, so Google saw the rising popularity of Waze as a threat to its Maps app due to its novel features and interface, and they pounced. It is now a big data and advertising goldmine for them, and the navigation map and the navigation map app of choice of many people and ride-hailing drivers. In September 2013, Microsoft bought Nokia for $7.6 billion. This allowed them to create the Windows Phone. Do you guys remember the Windows Phone? Neither do I. However, many of the patents from the deal helped them enter the tablet space, and nowadays the Surface and Surface Pro are great successes. In January 2014, Google bought Nest for $3.2 billion, so Nest makes those smart home things you see in uh, rich people's homes. Uh, they have since profited handsomely and, of course, benefited greatly from the treasure trove of data they're getting from within people's homes. Welcome to 1984, everyone. Yay. 
In February 2014, Facebook bought WhatsApp for $21.8 billion in what again seemed like an insane amount of money at the time. Um, however, there are more WhatsApp messages sent worldwide than regular SMS text messages, and these days WhatsApp is becoming a social network in its own right. In March 2014, Facebook bought Oculus for $2 billion. Um, VR is the future, guys. If you haven't tried it yet, I would highly recommend doing so. Unlike Instagram and WhatsApp, Oculus has not paid off for Facebook yet, but I believe they are cooking up something truly revolutionary with the technology. In May 2014, Microsoft bought Mojang, the developers of Minecraft, for $2.5 billion. Minecraft was the biggest game of the last decade and has a wide range of potential uses and applications, and will certainly greatly help Microsoft in its foray into the virtual and altered reality spaces. In August 2014, Apple bought Beats for $3 billion, which is Apple's largest acquisition ever. I see this as one of the most brilliant buyouts in the tech space. Um, so Apple mainly did this for the rights to stream music, which are notoriously hard to get. They figured it would be easier, cheaper, and faster to just outright buy a company that already had them, rather than trying to negotiate to get them on their own. The move clearly paid off with the success of Apple Music, and I'm sure that they have incorporated some of Beats' headphones' patents into their AirPods line. And, of course, the street cred of having Dr. Dre on board is just icing on the cake. Also in August 2014, Amazon bought Twitch Interactive for $970 million. This is Amazon's largest streaming and esports play. Twitch has since grown into an estimated $6 billion company, mainly thanks to live streaming of people just playing video games. All the kids these days are on Twitch, and becoming a famous streamer is a dream for many of them. In May 2015, chipmaker Avago bought chipmaker Broadcom for $37 billion. This is the second largest tech takeover ever. In October of that same year, Dell bought EMC for $67 billion. EMC provided enterprise storage systems, software, and networks, and the sharper ones among you will infer that this was the largest tech takeover of all time. In June 2016, Microsoft bought LinkedIn for $26.2 billion in an all-cash transaction. This move makes perfect sense for Microsoft in my opinion, as it gives them some footing in the social media and corporate networking spaces. In July 2016, Japanese tech conglomerate SoftBank bought the UK semiconductor maker Arm for $31.4 billion. This is a rare example of a large-scale tech merger involving two non-American companies. In August 2016, Walmart bought Jet.com for $3.3 billion. In November 2016, Tesla bought an insolvent solar city for $2.6 billion. Fun fact, Elon Musk was the biggest shareholder in both companies. In March 2017, Intel bought Mobileye for $15 billion. This is Intel's play for AI and self-driving vehicles. In August 2017, Amazon bought Whole Foods for $13.4 billion. Amazon gained primetime retail space and gentrified communities all across North America with this purchase. They will also use this to create cashless grocery stores in which you just walk out of the store through scanners and your account is charged. In February 2018, Amazon bought Ring for $1 billion. 
Ring makes a Wi-Fi enabled doorbell that streams live video of a doorstep to a smartphone. In May 2018, Walmart bought online retailer Flipkart for $16 billion. In June 2018, Microsoft bought GitHub for $7.5 billion. For those that don't know, GitHub is a hosting and development service for programmers, which essentially means it is kind of like YouTube, but for programs rather than videos. In that same month, Amazon bought PillPack, an online pharmacy, for $1.2 billion. In July 2018, Broadcom bought CA Technologies, a leader in semiconductor and infrastructure software, for $18.9 billion. In September 2018, Apple bought Shazam for $400 million. For those that don't know, Shazam is that app on smartphones that listens to a song and tells you what it is within seconds. Um, fun fact, Shazam is one of the oldest apps on the App Store, and it was really the first app on a smartphone that really wowed people back in the day, because it, it really is an impressive app. Um, so this move by Apple was brilliant, in my opinion, because now they know what type of music is resonating with what type of listener and where. Very valuable information for iTunes, I guess, but definitely mainly for Apple Music, and the app itself also acts as a gateway to Apple Music. In October 2018, IBM bought Red Hat for $34 billion. Red Hat was the leader of enterprise open source solutions, and they also create, maintain, and contribute to many free software projects. In that same month, Apple bought the European company Dialog Semiconductor for $600 million, um, which was another vertical integration play by Apple, allowing them to in-house design more of their product components. In November 2018, SAP bought Qualtrics, a cloud-based platform for web-based surveys, for $8 billion. In February 2019, Tesla bought battery company Maxwell Technologies for $218 million in an all-stock deal, which will reportedly allow them to make significantly cheaper batteries. In March 2019, NVIDIA bought Mellanox for $6.9 billion, which is nice. Mellanox is a supplier of end-to-end -end Ethernet and InfiniBand smart interconnect solutions and services for servers and storage. Whoa. In June 2019, Google bought Looker, a data analytics and business intelligence service, for $2.6 billion. In August 2019, Salesforce bought Tableau, a data visualization company, for $15.7 billion. In October 2019, SoftBank essentially seized control of WeWork in what is widely regarded as the biggest tech IPO disaster in history. There's really no way to describe WeWork's failed attempt to go public with any word but shitshow. I could make an entire episode about this, but I won't because many others already have done so very well. Uh, WeWork billed itself as a tech company, but it is really just a corporate real estate company that uses technology and what company doesn't use technology these days. And being a real estate company, it's obviously far less scalable than, than it was selling itself as. Um, so this was a huge blow to softback CEO Masayoshi Son's reputation um, WeWork was once valued at $47 billion, but upon the takeover, it was valued at around $7.5 billion. 
Uh, to date, SoftBack has poured more than $13.5 billion into WeWork and is still involved in legal disputes with the company. Very embarrassing for Sun and SoftBank, and it also sucks because this $13.5 billion came out of SoftBank's $100 billion vision fund, which could have instead gone to actual tech companies with actual prospects. In November 2019, Google bought Fitbit for $2.1 billion in their first foray into wearables. In May 2020, Facebook bought Giphy for $400 million. Giphy is an extension of messaging apps that allows users to search for and send each other GIFs. Um, As if Facebook needs even more data on us, this now gives them a window into data on essentially all other messaging platforms. In the same month, Zoom bought end-to-end encryption specialist Keybase for an undisclosed amount. This will allow them to fix some security flaws in and keep up with scalability of their video conferencing service. Also in May 2020, Spotify bought the exclusive rights to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast for $100 million. I'm going to keep my opinions on Joe Rogan to myself because that is not the point here, and whether or not this counts as a corporate takeover is debatable, but I believe that it checks enough of the boxes to make it one. Spotify has perhaps upended the podcast space with this deal, moving the medium into a more platform-exclusive model like video streaming movies and TV shows. Also, this is a move that reaped huge rewards immediately for both parties. Um, Joe Rogan made $100 million in a freaking day. Um, that's, that's more than I make in a year. <laughs> uh, and Spotify paid $100 million for the rights to the podcast, and the day after the news broke, the market cap of their stock shot up by $4 billion. Um, so in a sense, that's a 4,000% gain in a day. And if they were to somehow monetize these gains, or if they were to sign future exclusive deals with stock rather than money, they could sign 39 more Joe Rogans for that amount. So yeah, Spotify, if your people or algorithms are listening to this, I am certainly open to an exclusive podcasting deal and would definitely consider signing a contract worth much less than $100 million. Uh, Moving on. In June 2020, Amazon bought Zoox, Z-O-O-X, ugh, uh, for $1 billion. Uh, Zoox is a driverless car company that Amazon says it will use to enter the ride-hailing space, though I believe they will apply it to their delivery business as well. In September 2020, NVIDIA bought ARM from SoftBank for $40 billion. This move has been criticized by Microsoft and Google as being anti-competitive, which is hilarious in and of itself, as it is a clear case of the pot calling the kettle black. Um, But the deal is currently in some geopolitical hot water and may not go through after all. In October 2020, Marvel Technologies, that's Marvel with two L's not to be confused with the superhero guys, bought Infi for $10 billion. They will combine to form a semiconductor chip-making company worth around $40 billion. Also in October 2020, AMD bought Xilinx for $35 billion. Xilinx specializes in high-performance programmable processors for applications such as video file compression and digital encryption. And also, also in October 2020, Twilio bought market-leading customer data platform Segment for $3.2 billion in an all-stock deal. 
In December 2020, Salesforce bought Slack work chat service for $27.7 billion. In March 2021, Hitachi bought Global Logic, a software firm, for $8.5 billion. In April 2021, Microsoft bought healthcare AI company Nuance for $19.7 billion. In May 2021, Amazon bought a struggling MGM Studios for $9 billion. This is clearly a play to increase the amount of content on their Prime Video streaming service, which at the time kind of stinks, and to become relevant in the streaming wars, which are definitely heating up. MGM has a huge catalog of movies and some TV shows, most notably the James Bond franchise. Um, And I'm going to make a prediction here and say that I bet Netflix will follow Amazon's example and fully buy out a well-known Hollywood studio. In August 2021, Square bought Afterpay for a whopping $29 billion in an all-stock deal. This just happened, so there isn't much info out there about this one other than it is Square's foray into the buy now, pay later space. And this acquisition is also notable for Square buying a company for a quarter of their own market cap, um, so it's clearly a huge gambit for them, and almost a bet the company deal. And that's going to wrap it up for my timeline of tech companies eating each other. (laughs) So lots of steals, lots of long-term plays, lots of nothings, and lots of screw-ups out there. Um, It's worth noting that this buy-them-out trend in the tech space is clearly why it is okay for a tech company to exist for years and years, sometimes decades, without um, ever turning a profit. It seems that user-based growth comes first, data comes second, strong branding comes third, and profit seems to be optional since you can always sell your company to another one with much deeper pockets. So do what you will with that information. So acquisitions are a huge thing in the tech space, clearly, and sometimes the acquired company kind of eclipses the company that bought it in the first place. Um, Ask any kid these days about Facebook, and they will see them as that company that owns Instagram and WhatsApp, which are two companies they purchased. Ask that same kid about Google, and they will think YouTube, which is also a purchased property. And one more fun fact for you guys is the company with the most post-1990 tech acquisitions is Google. All right, I'm going to sign off there. Thanks for listening, you guys. This has been Mark.